imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, and welcome to this week's Leadership Global, where we are just thrilled to be able to welcome Amy Cosper, the founder of Radical Upstarts and the former vice president, editor-in-chief of entrepreneur.com and the former vice president of Entrepreneur Media. You know, today we're going to talk about a subject that I think is really critical to all of us, and that is why women's leadership really matters and how we each can take action right now in our lives to claim that power and to assert our leadership. You know, I really believe that it rests on the shoulders of current women leaders to embrace their role model status and to address the challenges of gender equality head on with action and execution. And to that end, More and more women in leadership positions are pushing the boundaries of gender equality by utilizing their strength, their leadership qualities, their skill, knowledge, experience, and emotion. They're actively pushing the things that they want from their jobs, from their career, and their life, not just waiting for it to come to them. The key is confidence, confidence in your resources and your abilities, and becoming the change that you want to see in the world for the first time in history. A formidable army of brave and resolute women is now on the march. Right now, women and young girls everywhere face immense range of challenges from the inability to access education and employment to the threat of gender-based violence. Their perspectives and their experiences have got to shape our collective future. If we want to forge the best solutions at expanding peace and security, moving forward for everyone around the world, then we need to give smart, dynamic, and strong women a seat at the decision-making table, both here at home in the U.S. and all around the world. So to help us learn why women's leadership matters and how to have an impact and take action now, please help me in welcoming Amy Cosper, the founder of Radical Upstarts, and the former vice president, editor-in-chief of entrepreneur.com, and the former vice president of Entrepreneur Media. Before we jump in, I'd love to just share a little bit more information about Amy and her background. Um, Her life has been a testimony to the power of passion-driven purpose. Amy has done several roles as a journalist, a writer, a speaker, author, an entrepreneur, and more. The magazine publishing industry rocketed Amy to fame. She diligently proved that an entrepreneurial mindset is crucial to the success of a company, whether you run it or you own it. So Amy made a huge leap of faith when she received an offer in 2008 to join entrepreneur.com as its editor-in-chief. She was also the VP of the parent company, Entrepreneur Media Inc. Amy is also a serial entrepreneur with a track record of incredible resilience and integrity. And to her credit, She, in 2016, founded Radical Upstart in pursuit of her passion to become a media entrepreneur. Amy, it is a delight to have you. We are so thrilled, and we are just so excited to have you here today. 
Thank you very much. I'm blushing. That was a lovely intro. Thank you. So I want to jump right in because you are uh, just a wealth of knowledge and have such an amazing story to tell. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and what led you to have such a passion around women's leadership and the issues that matter to women now? So, um, you know, my, my journey into entrepreneurship and, and eventually into to female empowerment really was quite accidental. And, um, you know, the, the intro you gave of me was, was really lovely, but, the, you know, the potholes that I have stepped in as an entrepreneur and as a naive leader are epic. And the mistakes I've made far, far outweigh the successes that I have had as an entrepreneur and as a writer um, and as a journalist. And I think, you know, it's great to talk about all these successes, but really it's the potholes and what you do with those experiences that will really determine um, what you become, your resiliency and your voice, you know, those mistakes that you, and we all make, by the way, I am a failed, a several times failed entrepreneur. <laughs> um, I have, if you have not heard of Crybaby Media out of Denver, Colorado, that's because it crashed and burned. As a failed entrepreneur um, several times over and as a leader who has um, certainly made my share of mistakes, the, the journey into, you know, sort of being a part of this community of women who support each other, it, I did not go out of the gate saying, I am a female editor in chief. I am a female leader. I just went out of the gate knowing um, that the work I was going to do was going to have an impact. And I actually got really defensive when people would come to me and say, hey, you, like, you're one of the best female editors I've ever met. No, <laughs> I'm one of the best editors, right? Like, don't qualify me. Don't consider my gender as some kind of handicap handicap. And so, you know, instead of like, oh, woe is me, I am a one, you know, I sort of fought that. But what I learned later in life through all of the mistakes and the burning piles of doo-doo that I stepped in um, is that it's not really about, oh, you know, I'm a female entrepreneur, I'm a female leader, here's the handicap. What, what I've learned is that communities of women, um, it's not about getting together and complaining about things. It's about getting together, having a voice, finding your voice, helping people find their voices um, and using that, using that power. So my, my example is this. I'm a runner, right? Like I like to run a lot. And, you know, I run by myself. I'm not a competitive, you know, any sort of badass long distance runner. Um, but when I, you know, when I'm running and my husband texts me and he's like, well, how far have you gone? And I'll say, well, I'm at six, but I'm trying to get to 10. And he'll text me and he'll say, go, go, go. I go 10 times faster and five times farther because of that encouragement. And I think women need to kind of take a step back from, you know, with a lot of women's groups, you know, you get together and it's just kind of whiny and I can't stand that. But I love the part where we come together and we encourage excellence out of each other. We encourage it. And so that's kind of been my experience and my, my journey. And it, you know, I am just now coming into 
understanding that part of inspiring greatness in other women and how very, very important that is right now, economically on a global stage and culturally as well. Amy, I love that. And I will say you are being remarkably humble because you are one of the women that has certainly inspired me. And I think it's only through stumbling and setbacks and obstacles that we learn about our true strength and we learn about our true power. So congratulations. Every single one of those stumbles, every single one of those missteps allowed you to get to the kind of power that you have today, born out of learning, born out of hard lessons, right? And as we talked about at the very beginning of today's program, we cited a couple of women who are phenomenal leaders around the world. As a journalist and as an entrepreneur, who are some of the women that you feel like are making the biggest impact in leadership today um, all around the world? Who are those women that maybe have stubbed their own toe? Maybe they've taken some missteps or hit some obstacles, but they've made an incredible impact over the entire course of their leadership journey. Wow. I mean, where to begin on that? I mean, the, the, the person who comes to the top of my mind um, is an Icelandic woman. Iceland, by the way, if you haven't been, first of all, it is the coolest place in the world. And they actually do believe in fairies. Like it's a real thing. Um, yes. but there is an Icelandic woman and she, she's quite an influencer and she ran for president of Iceland and almost won. Um, about three or four years ago, her name is Hala Tomos' daughter, Thomas's daughter. See, T-O-M-I, I don't know, look it up. She's everywhere. Um, and she and in, she has really been a part of the, the movement to get equal pay in Iceland for women, right? Like she has been a hard charger, a, a driver of, you know, not only leadership, climate change, sustainability, female empowerment, um, but she has just been a really great leader for her entire country, not just the women of Iceland, but through her efforts, um, policies have been enacted. Policy is a huge, very important part of what we're talking about right now, um, because without policy in place, some of these things are harder to do. It is now illegal in Iceland to pay women doing the same job as men less than men are paid for those same jobs. It is the law. And she sort of brought that along. She now is the CEO of a company in New York called B-Team, which is backed by uh, Richard Branson. Uh, so there's a little bit of that celebrity sheen on it, but she is really inspiring. And, you know, one of the characteristics that she has that a lot of women leaders around the world also have um, is this humility uh, paired with curiosity. She is endlessly curious and questions everything. And, you know, she's creative and she is forgiving and giving. And like all of these cool characteristics packaged in this strength of character and of code and um, totally approachable and funny as hell. Um, and so, I mean, she comes to my mind. There are other badass women all over the world. There's a VC. Her name is Tucci Ergul. She's Turkish. She lives in Malta now, which is a little island um, over across the pond. And she is, so she's a VC and she's really into technology, but she's also into uh, cultural, economic, and climate impact. 
And so all of the work that she does, and she, you know, she has a small, she, she is the founder of Angel Labs. And so she identifies companies. Um, a lot of them are led by females and she invests in those that she, um, first of all, that is, they are going to create a good return for an investment, but also these companies all do good things. They give back. So there's that social component to her work. And there are millions of badass women all over the world. The, the women of the Middle East, I know you brought up Saudi Arabia. I mean, these women are, you know, for, for someone to go out and drive a car and take it and for that to be against the law and to be a risk taking moment is incomprehensible to us. But to have the presence and the voice to be able to do that and the purpose, um, to me is just, breathtaking it is a breathtaking moment in female leadership and meaning and i think you and i linda and christina like we have no idea what what that is like right to to for to drive a car to be like a thing right like to be get in trouble for that yeah so these women are largely you know they find their voice but sometimes to find that and you all all of us know this sometimes you have to break the rules right? Breaking the rules is how we get to the next level. Of, that doesn't mean, you know, break the law, but breaking boundaries is how we find our voices, all of us as women and as people. Um, and I mean, we're entrepreneurs, so we know about breaking, about breaking rules. And I think that's a, that's a characteristic of, of strong female leadership around the world. I love those examples, Amy. And especially, you know, I, I mean, I go back to the driving the car example and, you know, she did break the law. So I think sometimes, you know, it takes being that bold, as you said earlier, to really just sort of break the barrier and create change. What can, you know, female leaders do right now, either, you know, that are listening to this podcast from where we are and what can they do now? Like one step to make a difference. And then why do you think, secondly, that, you know, now's the time for women to find their voice and embrace their power to make change and advocate, you know, globally even now? What, you know, so two questions for you. How can we, how can we make a difference now? What step can we make? And why is now the time for us to come together globally to make, you know, to make a difference? Well, I think one of the, you know, like this is going to sound like a, a softer science response to a very, you know, profound question. But, you know, it, it, women that I talk to and, and founders and, and CEOs and, and all kinds of leaders, you know, it's always about the tactical. What can I do to like, what can I do for the next step? How can we make a difference? And I can tell you this from experience. This is not scientific um, at all because I'm right-brained and I'm a writer. But one of the things that we, we should all appreciate is that it's not just the step that you as a leader can take. It is your job and your duty as a leader to inspire excellence in other people. And we as women need to do that with each other. It's like the running example I gave you. You know, like I wouldn't have gone as fast or as far if I hadn't got that boost from my husband. I mean, I might have even slapped. I might have walked, you know, but that gave me that moral support. And I think it is very important. It's not just, you know, I have to go out and I have to impact 10 people and we have to do. It's really like, who can you inspire? What does the next generation of excellence look like? And how can I impact that as a human and as a woman as well? And your second question was, um, 
about fi- how do we find our collective voice? How, like, how do we, is, as women come together? I think what we're doing right now is a really good start. Like just getting out there and being fearless, telling our stories, not only of woe is me kind of stories, but our stories of mistakes, our stories of um, humility, our stories that can, you know, create that next generation of inspiration um, and, you know, just the community inspiration. I mean, if you go out and you look at social platforms right now, and they're all kind of, it's kind of a cesspool, honestly, <laughs> but there's some really good stuff out there. Like if you can find the positive, it's really, really uplifting. And that's what we want to do. We don't want to beat each other down. We want to lift each other up so we can go out there and we can lead. And great leaders who, by the way, are not managers, managing and leading are two very different things. But great leaders inspire greatness in the people who work for them. And, you know, when I was at Entrepreneur, one of the greatest accomplishments for me is when I would have a junior writer or editor get recruited to go work for Esquire or Wired Magazine, or Time, you know, that is success to me. It's not holding on to all this stuff. It's creating this this network of people who you've inspired to, to do great things and go beyond, you know, students, you know, bypassing the teacher. I love that. That, that to me is success. And those are great examples of women finding their voice and embracing their power and really empowering others to reach the very best version of themselves, whatever that looks like. And it all comes down to taking action, deciding to make an impact and taking that first step. It's about being able to inspire and empower other women around us. And in fact, all people around us. So Amy, how can women around the world be the most valuable versions of themselves? How can they take action now and really define what that mission, that purpose in their life is and create the action plan around that to be the very best versions of themselves? So the, the most important thing, and those are big questions, Linda, like that, that takes a lot of soul searching. Um, but I think that the very most important thing we can do uh, within this community and all people can do is really be authentic, right? Be authentic, not only to others, but to yourself. What do you stand for? What is important? What impact do you want to have on this world? And set little goals. And, you know, it, it sounds so retro to say goal setting. and but But my experience is write down your goals every single day. Um, whether it's working out or, you know, whatever your goals may be. Um, and that's on the tactical side, right? Like once you understand what you stand for and what impact you want to have and how you want to be remembered, you know, set out these little goals and write them with your hand and a pen on a piece of paper. Do not put them in your phone. Don't, you know, make it into some kind of binary environment. Write it down because that connection between you and and creating these goals is infinite, right? Just write it down. Don't type it in. I mean, that's just a little thing. And I believe in that and it has worked for me. But I think knowing who you are and what you stand for is where you start to find your voice. And once you find your voice, um, you know, the rest kind of becomes easy. 
right? Like it's just, it becomes an extension of you and you will have impact no matter what you decide you want to be as a leader or just as a, you know, a person. And, you know, that the whole listening thing, like you have no idea um, the ideas that are floating around you right now, just by not talking, right? Listening to those around you, listening to direct reports, listening to, you know, your investors, just listen. I mean, I think that is the, the best advice I have gotten. And, you know, be fearless, not reckless, but be fearless um, in getting to your, in, to your goal and your impact. And there, there's a, a small exercise that I, you know, I ask of, of startup founders when I'm working with them around the world, you know, and in this country, you know, being a leader is very different than it is being a leader in Honduras or a female leader in Colombia or in, you know, Lebanon. It's very, very different, but we all kind of come from the same place and going, you know, sort of hearkening back to that storytelling. Um, if you sit down and you like the, the, the important thing as a leader is to, to have that clarity of vision, right? Because you want people to believe in you and to come with you on this journey and this adventure and to, to believe in what you're, you're, where you're going to take them. And as a leader, you know, what I have founders do, and it's a fun exercise anyway, in three sentences or less, three sentences or less, not more, um, write down what you want your story to be what you want your impact to be and what you want your legacy to be. And it is hard. It is hard. But once you can get that down, it's much easier to goal set and to to have those tactical things. But don't start with a blank sheet of paper. That that mission statement can change and it will and it should. Um, but know know what your what your story is, where you're starting. Once upon a time there was Linda Fisk and I wanted to be a part of this female empowerment movement. Da, 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 da. So write your story in three sentences or less. And then in, you know, a month, go back and write three more sentences and then just add to your story and just make it a part. It's like journaling um, and the story can change and the goals can change. And, um, you know, you're the main character. So you get to decide where it goes. Awesome. That's amazing, Amy. Thank you so much. I want to go do that right now. Like you make it <laughs> Take such a, you know, sort of a, a, a really sort of huge task and have boiled it down to just a re really simple execution, which I think is a gift. And when those two things align in life and in the work that you're doing, it's a rare and beautiful, beautiful thing and should be celebrated. Leadership Globalist about enhancing the leadership blueprint of unstoppable women all around the world and helping them embrace their power to be the very best versions of themselves, both in work and life. And I would say that you have led us on an incredible journey in just the last 30 minutes about how to take steps to begin to claim your power and change the world. So thank you. Thank you so much for your insight, for your experience, and for being so authentic and so transparent about the lessons you've learned. My pleasure. Thank you. And if if you guys or any of your readers want, or your audience wants to play and wants to come up with their, the beginnings of their story, I am here. You know, I love going through this exercise with, uh, with people. So, you know, just let me know. That's great, Amy. Thank you so much for a generous offer. So 
Everyone, you've heard it here from Amy Cosper. If you're interested in learning more from Amy, please don't hesitate to reach out to her on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power, and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.